I mean, it was every day I felt like I couldn't breathe. I, just anxiety was like killing me. I was starting to have panic attacks almost daily because I was so scared that something was going to happen to my son or someone I loved. And it just, it was awful. And then I took this medicine and I was like, wait, you don't have to feel that way. the new mamas podcast this podcast was created to help first-time moms everywhere navigate this new stage of life and to talk about the honest and the raw moments in motherhood i'm your host lena forrestal i'm a working mom by day and a blogger and photographer by mid-afternoon and as a first-time mom myself i'm on this journey with you so new mamas let's do it Let's kick off the episode and get to the good stuff. Hi, everyone. Today, we're going to hear about Jenny's experience with postpartum anxiety. A little bit about Jenny. She founded her virtual assistant business, Jen Boozman, LLC, after eight years of experience as an administrative assistant and graduating with a healthcare administration degree. The pandemic and difficulty finding childcare brought her into the VA world, and she couldn't be happier. Jenny, thank you so much for joining me today. Talk to us a little bit more about your motherhood journey. Hi. Well, thank you for having me. I had my first, well, I'll start off and say that um, my husband and I have been together for going on nine years. So, Oh, my God. I love a good relationship story. How would you guys meet? Oh, gosh. Well, um, he's three years older than me, but we went to the same high school, had same friends, whatnot. Um, so through mutual friends. I found him actually after I graduated and then we started hanging out, <laughs> but then we actually uh, bought our house in 2017, you know, having fun and whatnot. And I found out I got pregnant. So that was a, a whirlwind. We were not expecting that at all. <laughs> um, and actually he was way more prepared than I was. Mm. So, yeah. So I was, you know, took me for a turn, but Anyways, ended up being the greatest thing that ever happened to me, obviously. Uh, He's going to be three in September. My son, (gasps) Beckham. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So he has been the light of my life, but I definitely learned a lot about myself since having him. I mean, he like definitely made me who I am to this day. It's crazy. So And then when the pandemic happened, I started my business and whatnot. We actually decided to have our second. And so we have another little boy. Oh, my God. That's amazing. (laughs) I know. Yeah. So he'll be five months old. That went by super fast. But, yeah, now we have two boys. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's so funny finding out you're pregnant unexpectedly. Yeah. And that kind of happened to me, too. It's funny because I feel like there's a lot of glamour glamorization that happens, especially on social media, like that finding out you're pregnant. And I, I feel like all I saw was like very happy couples finding out they were pregnant. And mm-hmm. that was like not really our case. Like, I, I mean, I was happy because mm-hmm. we knew eventually we wanted a child, but we didn't expect it to happen one so soon. And then two, my husband's reaction was really subdued when I showed him the first time. So I kind of, and I was taping it, like thinking I was going to get this like big reaction, but I didn't. I remember feeling kind of disappointed about that, but that's just like the reality. It's a lot to take in. It's so much. Yeah. Yeah. When I, I actually had no idea. Like we were partying, having fun. Like we were not expecting we were not thinking yeah. that that was going to happen. We are, we actually, I didn't know until almost four months later that I was pregnant. Oh my <laughs> God. Like literally <laughs> had no idea. And then finally oh I was God. like, uh, okay. So I told my husband freaking out. Well, at the time he was actually my boyfriend. He <laughs> like, we got married while I was pregnant actually with my first. Mm. He 
surprised me and was like, well, like, will you marry me? Like, did the whole thing. And we actually just decided to get pregnant or married while I was pregnant because I just felt that was the right thing to do. And it, it was actually knowing then it was like so meant to be because the pandemic hit and we would have had to hold off our wedding for so long. So it was like at the time I had no idea, but it was like perfect place, perfect moment. It was like meant to be. Yeah. See how like life is so funny like that. Like, yes. Yeah. It's, and I, I know a lot of people that have gotten pregnant or have gotten married while pregnant and men are so funny. Like, even though they know they're going to, keep you for for you're for keeps like yeah. I, I have so many guy friends that are like yeah I know she's like gonna be my wife one day but and I'm like <laughs> so why don't you just propose I don't know yeah, you know yeah. like they're so like silly like that so yeah my best friend's going through that they've been together even longer than my husband and I and we're like <laughs> why don't you propose and he's like just waiting for like that perfect time yeah. we're like what is that <laughs> There is no perfect time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you got pregnant with your first and then you had your first and you had your second during the pandemic. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about mental health. When yeah. did you, you know, when you first reached out, you mentioned postpartum anxiety. Did you feel that with your first or with your second or both? With my first, I mm. struggled really, really hard. I on top of me not really expecting him and just not really being ready when I had him, like my, my whole life was totally flipped upside down. And I, the craziest part about it is when I had him, I had an epidural and I (laughs) actually hated the epidural, which is really, yes. I had the worst experience with it mentally. I, well, I've always struggled with anxiety. And then when I had my first, I, when I had the epidural, I thought I was paralyzed. This sounds crazy. I asked my OB. it doesn't sound crazy. And she was like, a lot of moms feel like this. So I just felt like I had to like share when I, when I had my epidural, I thought I was paralyzed, hated it. I, I couldn't even enjoy anything because I was so worried that like I would never gain feeling back. It was like insane. I remember my mom and my husband being in the room after I had him and my mom was like, all right, I'm going to go home now. And I just remember like sobbing because I was like, no, you're not because I'm paralyzed. (laughs) So you no one can leave me. I was like freaking out. And I kept asking the nurses when I was going to gain feeling back. And they were like, oh, you don't feel anything yet. And I just was so nervous about that that I really couldn't enjoy it. Continuing on, I, you know, I had a lot of death and whatnot in the family. And when he was a baby, I just was so scared 24-7 that something was going to happen to him. Like, I was like, this is not normal. Like, I mm-hmm. I couldn't give him medicine. I couldn't give him foods because I was terrified he was going to choke. I mean, it was, like, debilitating. I It just was not normal. I didn't feel normal. I didn't feel good. And everyone was like, almost like laughing, like nothing is going to happen to him. And I was like, no, but you don't get it. Something is, I'm just waiting for that moment. And, um, not until almost a year and a half later, I had a talk with my husband and my mom and dad, I'm very close to. And they were like, you need to go talk to someone like whether it be your family doctor anybody therapist and so I was like all right I'll just go see my family doctor and she was like oh my gosh totally normal here's medicine (laughs) just like that oh yeah no like literally I was there for maybe like five minutes I was like okay I've never been on medicine my whole life but I guess like I need to take it But I had so much anxiety and was so scared that I was scared to take the medicine. So I didn't take it for like a month. And I mean, it was every day I felt like I couldn't breathe. Just anxiety was like killing me. Mm -hmm. And finally, I was like, all right, I'll try this, this medicine, Zoloft. And within three days, I felt a way I had never felt before in my whole life. Wow. It just was insane. I... I didn't feel like 
like I was, I was starting to have panic attacks almost daily because I was so scared that something was going to happen to my son or someone I loved. And it just, it was awful. And then I took this medicine and I was like, wait, you don't have to feel that way. <laughs> That's so very just, inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm just, I'm sad that like people don't talk about that ever. Yeah, I seriously wish I've heard I heard your story when I yeah. was in the thick of things because so much of what you said was so relatable. I literally thought and I would visualize what like that it would be like finding him yeah. not breathing and then what right. the next step would be. Like what would I what would I do first? And then it was just so weird. It, like I couldn't even draw like yeah, it's the racing thoughts, it's the intrusive thoughts. Yeah. And it was a constant paranoia and fear. And I want to yeah. learn. So, wow. So you went on Zoloft and are yeah. you still on it or have you? Yeah. What, how, what has your journey with medication be, been like? Um. So, like I said, I had never been on it. I never knew anything about it. I, you know, I, I thought it was like something that I never needed. Like it was like this whole idea of what I had of it. And so I took it. And like I said, three days later, I was a different person. And I was so terrified to get off of it and still into this day that I've never not been off of it. And it's been, it'll be almost two years. Wow. And so I stayed on it the entire time I was pregnant after talking to my husband, my parents, my doctors, and everyone agreed for me to stay on it and my doctors assured it was totally fine I'm breastfeeding still on it and it's I'm like so terrified for that day to ever go off it because it was so crippling crippling that yeah. is the exact word like I I would stay up watching him sleep because I felt like if I took my eyes off of him he would die and it yes. was like it was as dramatic and it's so funny how you were saying how you know, your friends and family almost kind of like laughed at you like, oh, he'll be fine. And it's funny. Yeah. I think that happens to a lot of new moms. A lot of people kind of, oh, it's like the they kind of laugh yeah. at like the worried new mom. Like they yeah. almost like make her a caricature of like, oh, she's worried about everything. But what they don't see behind the scenes is this like crippling anxiety. I yeah, I was afraid to even put baby powder on yes. him. I was like, my mother-in-law was like, put some, slash some powder on him. And I was like, oh, no, like, and I don't know. Like, I, I mean, it sounds so silly, but I was like, oh my God, what if he has an allergic reaction and dies? Like it was, yeah, it, it's irrational. And that's why it's anxiety. Yeah. I, I mean, I, like, I literally wouldn't give him bath. I mean, I did, but I, it was terrifying to give him bath because yeah. I was like, mom, is the water too hot? Is the water too cold? And my mom's like, I don't know. Just put him in. He's fine. Like feel it on your wrist. And, and you're like, like, it's not fine. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't feed him foods. Cause I'm like, he's going to choke. And I'm, what do I do? I don't know if I could save him. I mean, like I'd stay up and stare at him. And I remember yes. I had gotten like the flu or like, something like three times by the time my son was like eight months old. And I think it was because I was so internally depressed. That I was just getting sick. And I remember my mom coming over and she was like, all right, get up and opened all my windows and like got, got me up and like got the baby. And she was like, we're like, no more of this. Like, it's going to be okay. And I just remember I was like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> you know. And I just, I finally like went and talked to someone and it was almost, it was calming, but it was almost like scary how normal it was, but I hadn't heard of it or thought it was normal. Like the anxiety. Mm -hmm. I remember I went to the doctor and I was like, no, you don't understand. Like, once a day at least I feel like I can't swallow like I felt like like something was blocking me from being able to swallow and I would like feel my heartbeat <laughs> it sounds so crazy when I no, say it it's not loud. I did the same thing I actually 
I like one day I was up in the bathroom and I like felt my throat close and I was like, I'm having an allergic reaction. I'm going to die. And I remember like running downstairs and I was like, John, John, like my husband's name is John. I was like, John, you need to take me to the hospital because I think I'm, I'm having the like yes. a really bad allergic reaction but instead it was actually a p- the onset of a panic attack because yes. that, it was like weeks of no sleep weeks of yeah. crippling anxiety not eating well breastfeeding it was just crazy yeah i remember i told the doctor and the doctor was like oh yeah it's called blah blah blah, blah whatever it was and i was like oh there's a name <laughs> for it like okay <laughs> And she's like, yeah, here's medicine. Like, it was so easy. And I was like, well, that's sad that I've been living like that for so long. And there was such an easy fix. But I I don't know. It just, it was so crazy. So you gave birth during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. How has your anxiety been? Has Zoloft helped a lot now in the second with the second baby? Like, is this newborn stage totally different than the first? Totally different. I am in love with my second baby, like a whole different kind of love. I mean, I love my first, I mean, there's no comparison, but with my second, it's just so easy. And I'm really enjoying every like second and day where it's just, it's just so different with my first he taught me and made me who I am and I appreciate and love him that way and you know Grayson my second he's just it's just so enjoyable and it's it makes me want more because I'm like oh it didn't have to be so hard I mean there are hard things don't get me wrong babies are not easy but I just I just feel bad for moms out there going through that that don't feel like they can get out of that yeah because how can you imagine actually this is one of the things that I'm like oh can I imagine going through like what I went through again like it seems so awful but it doesn't I keep telling myself it doesn't have to be awful like something I would do different is it sounds like you had a lot of help which was great like your mom yes. and everything I would definitely make sure I lined up a postpartum support team but yeah. I would also consider medication and help because I don't yeah. know, I honestly don't know why I didn't even think of that. Like, why? I don't understand why I why I put myself through that suffering. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I mean, it still, like, brings tears to my eyes this day because it's, like, and I, I think that I felt that really, like, my whole life. I was talking mm-hmm. to, like, my husband and my parents and, I've always been really fun and outgoing and easygoing, but inside, yeah, Me too. you're like, I actually hate everything <laughs> and I have so much anxiety. <laughs> oh my God. Like seriously, like I, yeah. I'm at like odds with myself because I'm like, I know I'm like super outgoing and like extroverted, but then I'm also like super shy. And when I'll go into a social inter- situation, I'll like, oh my God, I said the wrong thing. I'm so stupid. Does everyone hate me? Everyone hates me. Like I'll like just go through this like spiral and I, yeah. like, it's weird. And then I get like weirdly anxious the first time yeah. I try and meet someone, which you have your own business. It's mm-hmm. hard. Like if you're like, a af- not afraid, but you're like anxious, like to meet new people every time. It's hard to like have your own yeah. gig yeah no it is like I remember all through high school and college I would tell I mean for my family or my best friend who listens to this they would laugh because I'd always be like all right we're about to go out and like I feel like I have to puke because I would have so much anxiety built up (laughs) I'd be like hold on like I don't feel good and it just was like you know we always laughed about it and I was always like that's just Jenny. But I really think I just had so much anxiety my whole life. And it's just like now, you know, through the pandemic and whatnot, I do think that was harder. And I feel so, so bad for moms or dads or anybody who had to do that completely alone. Um, I'm it. It's so hard because my husband actually he never worked from home. So he was through at work the entire time. And I was pregnant with a toddler. And that was like the hardest point of my life. Oh my God. Oh my I was goodness. like, I was like, I am going to go crazy. But um, 
why not, you know, get pregnant during that? <laughs> just throw on another life, you know, event. <laughs> but I just took everything in me and I was like, I need to do something for myself. And I started my business. I mean, I did like hours upon hours upon hours of research of what I could do. And I came across this like virtual world that I yes. had no idea even existed. <laughs> like, I feel like having a VA or having a virtual assistant is so good for anyone who has, I mean, even having a podcast, like, or, or any kind of side hustle, yeah. even if it's, you know, an Instagram influencer who needs help managing their emails from brands or like there's so yeah. there's honestly just so much back end work to any kind of creative outlet that when you have a VA to help you, it can really help you as a creative to scale your create like you can spend more time creating and less time on the back end stuff, which isn't always it's not the sexy side of it. Right. No, yeah. I mean, a lot of my family and whatnot was like, what in the hell is yeah. a VA? <laughs> and I'm like, well, how any business or company has a secretary or a receptionist, I just do that on for the online world. So, I mean, and it's crazy. Like, I love what I do. And I think that has a lot to do or had a lot to do with my anxiety then, too, is I, I wasn't happy. I mean, I was doing what I thought I should be doing. I had been in the same job for like nine years, graduated, went to college, barely went to college because I like did not like it, but I felt like I had to do it and finish it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, I think I just wasn't happy. I just was on this road that I felt like I should have been on. And it took me a long time, but obviously I'm grateful for all of it because I'm, I wouldn't be here now. Yeah. I hate that college is kind of not forced upon. I, I spoke about this on an, on a podcast that I was a guest on, but the uh -huh. whole societal like pressure to go to college and like so many people go to college without even knowing what they want to do for the rest yeah. of their lives and they spend so much money and then they graduate in four years and they're so behind because they're in so much debt and then they have to go back to school for something that they actually like because who really knows what they want to do for the rest of their life at 17, 18? It's, it's so young. What? It's so young. I it's know. It's so young. I, I like, I'm telling myself, like when my son is 17, 18, I'm going to say, listen, kid, like take a, there is nothing wrong with taking a year and no. figuring it out. And if you want to travel, if you want to work, like, I don't know why it's just like forced upon us, like high school, college. It's just, yeah. and then you spend most of your time. I spent most, I spent a lot of my time partying. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, that was fun, but yeah, like, I don't know. It was just, no, for yeah. sure. I mean, even to this day. So I actually got my, I'm actually just having associates from a community college. Um, and I don't regret that. Like my parents, no, that's they awesome. wanted me. Yeah. They wanted me to finish because I had started. So they really wanted me to finish something that I had made a commitment to, but it, thank God they weren't like, you have to do this or blah, 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 you know, but my brother's an attorney and he has like, three or four degrees. So Oof. I always had that on me. Like it, it older just, brother or younger brother older. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he, you know, he did all the things and he graduated and he's an attorney and he's amazing. And he's like my best friend, but I just, and we're a lot alike in the sense that we like to have fun and, and whatnot. But school just was something like he loved, like he, he just genuinely loved it. I remember he, we would like be partying or whatever. And he'd like be talking about a book. And I'm like, oh, that's so <laughs> cute. <laughs> yeah, but it's not that cute. Because, you know, he's like, <laughs> he's like an attorney, you know, but <laughs> it's like um, not a cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not a cool book. <laughs> right. Um, but but, but yeah. the school system. Yeah, the school system isn't built for everybody. That's the other thing that really 
irritates me is I know for me, my brain was not, I was not good at multiple choice. I wasn't, I was good at essays, but like anything multiple choice, like standardized testing murdered me. And if it was left up to, and this is the thing that I think sucks. And what I I hope changes for our children is by standardized tests, like this kid is an idiot because they did poorly, but that's so not true. Like it just means that their, their brain isn't wired for that. Like what? It just kills me. It, it is oh, like, I know. Because think about all the damage. Also, it does to your self esteem. It did for oh, me. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I did terrible on my SAT or my ACT, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever it was. Like I, <laughs> I, I did so bad, and I mean, I wouldn't say I'm like super dumb like i hate that (laughs) no that's not what it is like what is smart what is dumb what is right because some people just have skill sets in different areas i wish the school system was built to play to your strengths okay this person is really good at art let's not even bother with you know forcing upon subjects that they obviously are doing poorly in and is not gonna you know i just i I totally agree about it like i i am like, don't even ask me a math question because I, I'm terrible, like terrible, terrible. But my husband and and there's nothing bad about it. He's a machinist. He he did not go to college. He just didn't like it. He never did. And you, he's like a mathematician. I'm like he works with fractions and decimals and numbers and blah, 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 like all day mm-hmm. long. I I literally can ask him like the craziest equation and he will like answer in a second and i'm like well that's not like how do you even do that (laughs) yeah i know a lot a lot of our friend group actually they didn't go to college yeah i'm trying to think yeah we have like a couple close friends that didn't go to college and they bought houses way before we did (laughs) you know like they just they they're very successful in what they do Mm -hmm. and they bought a house and like my husband has a p like we my husband has a phd i have a bachelor's so we're and i'm using air quotes like educated in that yeah. sense but we had friends that were far ahead of us because they didn't spend all their money on school and i know that sounds like i'm anti-education but i think i'm just anti the whole system and yeah. how how it just i just feel like from a child like I feel bad for our little kids that like go through just all these years without and it's like oh you need good grades in middle school for high school yeah. and then you need good grades in high school for co- I just like I remember yeah. being I remember being in a felt I felt like from a young age I was on a cycle that I couldn't get out of and I think tying it back to anxiety I think yeah. that did a that didn't do great for our anxiety because I also feel like like anxious you can't it's hard to be in a healthy mindset when you're anxious about stuff. And I feel like your low self-esteem, my, at least for me, my low self-esteem from school definitely didn't help my anxiety. I was homeschooled for three years in middle school. Okay. And I remember I that was a very confident me. Like looking back at the person I was when I was at 10, 11, 12, I was like, a very fearless girl like I was so I I look back and I'm like I was so cool I like was unapologetically myself and then I think I entered the school system in high school and I shrunk like I developed an eating disorder which obviously was probably also spawned from this anxiety and the need to control and I was just so it was school was a bad school did not look good on me yeah well and it's crazy too like when you're talking about it you know I was a cheerleader my whole life oh fun I love I love yeah I I was never but I have always dreamed I was like ooh, so cool (laughs) I love it well it was it was so fun I mean it was like my whole life my my family was a football family my brother played football my parents were coaches that's so fun yeah but like I I was so like out there and you know love I still love people I love going out you would like literally never believe I had any of these issues but internally I always have and so I'm like I'm like you tying back to what you were saying earlier how like inside you were like did I say something wrong like I'm oh 
I'm always still to this day saying sorry and apologizing for <laughs> <Me> everything. <too. laughs> My husband's like, can you stop? Like, why are you even saying sorry? I'll be like, oh, sorry, I just took the trash out. And he's like, why are you sorry? Like, I don't know if I really say about that, but <laughs> just no, everything. Uh, yeah. I even know that I shouldn't be apologizing when I am. Like, I even, I was writing an email today. Yeah, it was like, um, I'm following up on my email from last night. I'm sorry. I know it was late. Like, why did I need to include that? Even as I was writing it, I'm like, I don't have to apologize. <laughs> but I, like, did it anyway. Every time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mentally feel, like, so good these days and I'm I'm in a really happy place so I'm happy about that do you feel like you could have gone on Zoloft earlier in your life yeah I definitely I think I could have like this is so weird but like my main thing has always been death I'm like mm. it's that's not my weird. biggest it's my biggest fear I'm terrified of it I don't want anyone close to I don't ever want to leave because I'm scared like of my what my children are going to do without me. Vice versa, I don't obviously want anything to happen to my family. And so like I mean that was like crippling every single day and I remember like telling my family and they're like that is not normal. Like you should not be thinking about death every day and whatnot. So that's getting better with being on medicine and taking it every day and whatnot. But that's still a huge issue of mine that I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm still in works with that, trying to not think about it so much and just live life. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. pair, do you pair the medication with any kind of therapy? No, I definitely should though. I've, I'm, I think therapy is like amazing and that everyone should do it. And I have done it on and off, but I've just never stuck with it. And then of course, during the pandemic, when like everyone needed it the most, it was like yes. so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It sucked not, it sucked that we like didn't line someone up before then because then every, yeah, therapists were in high demand. I remember. And a lot of them oh. were not accepting new patients. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, my husband battles his own um, mental health issues. So, like, it's I'm very aware of therapy and, and mental health. And, and he tried to find someone for the longest time. And it was so hard during the pandemic because that's when him and I almost needed a therapist the most. Mm-hmm. I mean, pandemic was so hard. Like, it was it was easy in the sense where, like, you didn't have to see anybody get ready, do any of the things, but it was so hard because like I just missed my family and my friends so much. And yeah. I was annoyed of my husband. <laughs> yeah. I yes, who honest who wasn't? Like Yes, I was like, "Can you leave? Oh wait, you can't." <laughs> yeah, it was like it was he was annoyed at me, I was annoyed at him. Everyone everyone yes. was just annoyed like I love how open you are about talking about all of this. And well, thank you. Yeah, I feel like I, I wish, I just feel like I wish more women would talk about it, especially young women, so that they know that it's not abnormal to feel annoyed at your partner. It doesn't mean you have to break up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. stuff like that. Like, I think a lot of people start to identify, oh, like, we're, we fight, therefore, we're not meant for each other, therefore, we should break up. But the truth is, no relationship is without its challenges. For sure, yeah. yeah. For the longest time, I did. You know, we got married and had a baby, like, all in the same year, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot. <laughs> craziness. So, for the longest time, I was like, oh, yeah, nothing wrong over here. This is perfect. Like, it is just great. It's rose petals everywhere. And then I was like, I need to, like, stop lying because it is not. I mean, it's, I love him, and, like, that's a whole nother thing. Like, he's my best friend in the whole world, but. It was, we've been through so much within the past three years, like two babies, bought a house, you know, we've, I've lost three grandparents in the past year. Like, well, thank you. We've just gone through so much and it's just crazy. And everybody has during, and then the pandemic. So it's just been insane. 
Yeah, those are the real trying times, right? Like when things get really get hard, that's kind of when you see who's there for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's definitely hard. I love that he's also so open-minded to having a therapist as well. I feel like that's half the battle for a lot of women. I have a lot of mom friends who would love to do couples counseling or couples therapy, but they have a hard time convincing their partners to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely like I was just actually talking about it today. He's like the one to be like, here's my wife's phone number, like call her with his doctor's appointments or anything. And actually, I'm to the <laughs> point where I'm you're, like, you're his VA. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> so it's like with therapy or anything, he's like, yeah, just make the appointment. And I'm like, OK, no, like I need like, I, I used to before kids and whatnot. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I love it. Like I get to do whatever. And now I'm like, no, like just today he's went to see an or an oral surgeon and he like called me while he was making an appointment. It was like, hey, like what days and times we have available. I'm like, dude, <laughs> just look at your calendar. I love like, it. Come on. <laughs> I love it. Why? I mean, I feel like I need not to get to like, you know, gender roles, yeah. but like. But why? <laughs> as I'm looking, I'm like, I like peek over. I'm like, my husband's right there. But like, why? 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 I just don't. You know what? You have sons. I have a son. You know yeah. what we're going to teach our sons? To manage a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to say, you look at your calendar. And this is, yeah, yeah I don't. I don't know what why we get stuck in this role. I think about it all the time. I'm like, why do I get stuck in this? I oh. know. And sometimes, like, to be, like, real about it, it's, like, exhausting and kind yes. of, like, you kind of feel, like, really resentful because it's, like, yes, it's funny and, like, I laugh about it and, you know, he's great and he works all day and blah, 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 you know. But it's, like, I'm, like, feel like I'm taking care of not even myself, but my two kids and my husband. Oh, yeah. And then, like, I have to take care of me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you bring up a good point. Exactly. We can joke about it. But there's a lot mental load that we carry. Like, even I was trying to explain. My husband the other day made the mistake of saying, all you do is get him. All you do is make his food and get him ready to go in the morning. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You just simplified that a lot. Because it's yeah. picking out the outfits, it's washing their face, it's making sure, um, you know, not just packing their food, but what kind of nutrition are they getting all day? My, my kid goes to daycare, so I okay. send him with food. But Mine I'm like, too. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you're like thinking, what do I, okay, we got a protein, we got a vegetable, like we overthink a lot, and then, okay, he needs a snack, and then the water, and then it's all the other little things in the house. It's just a lot in it. Getting him into the car seat, make sure he's strapped. There's a lot of little micro steps between that prepping food and getting ready. So I feel it right. And then the pedi all the pediatrician appointments. Yes, we take care. Yeah, it's yeah. I was just gonna say like. Uh I actually wrote an Excel sheet probably like right after I had my second. He was born in January and I wrote an Excel sheet of like the kids doctors where they went and like, you know, kind of little details because like truthfully, I was thinking, I don't even know if he's ever even been to the doctor. Like he my husband had to drive me when when I had just had the boys because I couldn't drive. But other than that, like, I, I, if anything were to happen to me, I honestly, like, would, I don't even know. I mean, he'd figure it out, but it's like, I make the appointments. Like, I go to the sh their shots with them. I am like, like, I schedule school. I, I do everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's like the little worries we have, too. Like, oh, they didn't eat enough. Are they gonna? Are they losing weight? Are they growing at the yeah. best rate? Their what? Even like their cognitive skills, their development. Like there's so much stuff behind the scenes that we worry about every day. So oh yeah, so much. I actually had there was this 
oh, it just got launched, but there's a great episode on my podcast about like relationships and what this, uh, bir- she's a birthing expert, but she's done a lot of research. And she says the reason why a lot of men aren't so involved in like children's lives or even babies' lives is because like back in like Neanderthal times, men were basically their purpose was to impregnate and mm-hmm. then protect the village hunt and provide food so i guess in a sense that's what our husbands are doing like they impregnated us and they're circling they're circling our village protecting our village (laughs) and like working providing food so it so sometimes i do struggle with the you know how much like we do live in this like egalitarian society where men and women are equal and we do work thank god we have the yeah blessing and it's not handmaid's tale right like right we work <laughs> yeah it's like we can do things too <laughs> thank goodness so it's weird it's like striking this like balance between feminism and and also wanting our partners to pitch in a little bit you know yeah no i totally like struggle with that every day because i'm like Oh, like before I worked, I didn't expect one thing. I would do laundry, put it away, I would cook, I'd clean, I, I, and I never even asked. It wasn't, it wasn't even like a conversation now that I think about it. It just wasn't. Mm-hmm. I just did it. And he like just cut the grass. Like that was like a thing. <laughs> and like one of my girlfriends told me she cuts the grass. And I'm like, what? Like you do that? <laughs> you know? And then like I started working and I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like. Like, I'm going to do the laundry and you put it away. Like, you know, doing, like, mm-hmm. little things like that. And it's more equal. Yeah. Yeah, but it it still, like, ends up falling back on me. And I, it's really stressful. Like, it's – and now I'm, like, there. there is no stage of motherhood. Working, staying home and working, yes. not working, going to work. That's literally easy because I've done it all and it's all hard. It's all hard. And I think like I this is something I struggled with, too. I was like, I feel like today's mom really struggles because even if she is a stay at home mom and her soul, she is the house manager and she takes care of the children. I think she still feels the pressure to contribute financially because I think we no longer live in the days where one income can cut it. And I think I think, of course, some families can have one income. And they do mm-hmm. just fine. But I think for most families, one income is not enough. Like life is really expensive. All the kids stuff is expensive. All the daycare <laughs> is expensive. Yeah, so. like it's crazy. And I totally agree with you because, I mean, to be completely honest, my parents, my my dad owns his own company and they are very well yeah. off and they do very great. And a lot of my friends' parents are in the same boat. But now it's like, I think that was a huge struggle for a long time because my husband doesn't talk to his mom and his, his dad is, their relationship's kind of bumpy, always has been. And I think that was hard for my husband for a long time because he was kind of comparing himself to my parents and how like he maybe, it just was a different situation. And I'm have always been okay with that. I want yeah. to work. I love to work. And like, I'm okay with us both having to work. And I, I love your point on that because I think that's so true nowadays. And like, it's, it can be normalized. Like we can both put in, we can both work. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so honestly, it's so nice because then you like, I I mean, I really, I'm trying to think about how I, I feel like working is pouring into my own cup in a way that you know, motherhood can't. And I love being a mom. Love it, love it, love it. But being able to contribute on a team and con- like create something and work on something. I work for an organization that fills my cup. Yeah. So I feel like it's okay to want to work. I was just saying that today or yesterday, I think I had like kind of like a depressed random day because we're moms and I was just like, I think I'm about to start my period soon. I'm breastfeeding. I'm not really sure. And I just wanted to like lay in bed. And I remember like saying to my mom, I was like, I love to work and I like feel bad about it. And my mom was like, why? (laughs) Because it's like, there are so many moms out there who like rock the mom life and who have like five kids and like love it and like pack the best lunches and like do the best things. And it's like, (laughs) 
I like really love to work and like I not saying there's anything bad about either at all yeah. whatsoever but it's like I'm mom life isn't as I mean it's natural but it's not as natural to me I really love to like work and be the business side too I so agree with it and I for me personally I think it makes me a better mom mm-hmm. because I when I was and when I was um, on maternity leave, I had six weeks and. Which is ridiculous. Only <laughs> six weeks. <laughs> Which is not a lot. Yeah. But actually, I guess maybe the better comparison would be when my son before daycare, my son was home with me all day and I worked. Mm-hmm. But I remember we got stuck on such a site. Like every day felt the same. Like it was like every single day was like wake up, change them, eat like feed like there was just such a weird like cycle of sameness that I feel feel like both and because of the pandemic it's not like I could go out with him and make his world fun and creative and different it was just hard and something I love about daycare is that when he's there there's people there to spend time with him and pay attention to him all day 100% of the time so that way when he gets home with me when he gets home he gets 100% of my attention and I feel like that's so much better than like all day of giving him like 50% or 60 right you know what I mean yeah no for sure like I actually brought it up to my husband because I was like I need to do something with Beckham because he doesn't deserve for me to be on my phone all the time because I literally work on the computer or my phone like yeah literally that's my job and so it got to the point where he was like, mommy, shut your computer or like, mommy, <gasps> turn off your phone. And I was like, oh, no. my God. That's but like my like, worst nightmare. It's terrible. And like, and now, you know, I got, I really need to work on boundaries, like with my clients now, because it's like, you know, I'll be answering emails till whenever, like laying in bed, like answering emails. And my husband will be like, Jenny. And I'm like, oh, like I can't stop now. Like, so now I need to take a step back and really focus on boundaries and like my family. And I need to get better at that. And so that's a juggle now is working from home. He does go to daycare twice a week. So that helps like big time, but I still working the other three days. So it's, I'm still trying to learn how to do that. Do you do that pretty well? Balance the two? Well, only because my son's in daycare full time. Okay. Otherwise, it was right now it would be be really hard he's getting into everything wants all the attention like i can't leave the room i if i'm on the computer he'll like try and smash it like there's no (laughs) there's no working i mean it's just impossible but yeah that's like a dangerous age (laughs) yeah yes very dangerous age yeah yeah (laughs) but um setting boundaries that's that's something that every entrepreneur i think goes through my sister she runs her own creative business. I'm actually going to connect you two because I feel like you two would really get along. She's not a mom. She's she's 23. She's a little young. She uh, she's nine years younger than me. I'm t- okay. 32. But she also had the similar challenge. But she like really sticks to this like Monday through Friday nine to five kind of timeline or, or or tries to right. Amazing, yeah. But it's hard. It's re- I know it's something that everyone struggles with. Like the setting yeah. boundaries of clients because people will want you and they'll want you like odd hours and then they'll want you to respond immediately yeah, yeah it's or it's just like the want to respond like i'm like yeah oh my too. gosh my client needs something like i'm not gonna make her wait like why would i do that and then like you know i'm up all night answering emails and i'm like why like i have a life too i didn't need to do that tonight because then i'm just like i have a headache and then i realize like oh my gosh like another day has passed where like i i really haven't like seen my family or really talked to them and i'm like that is not worth it that's not why i started this business nor do i think any of my clients would expect that either (laughs) yeah actually so let's talk a little bit about your business what so what sort of services do you provide Um, So administrative services, um, I'm actually, I've been an administrative assistant for, like I said before, like a million years, what it feels like. So just organization, emails, email management, social media management, website management, 
Um, I'm actually kind of pivoting my biz- my business here shortly. Um, I'm Ooh. still going to be offering like VA services, but I'm actually kind of heading towards the marketing side. Nice. So I'm actually going to be like offering like Facebook banners, uh, LinkedIn banners, um, business cards, like and whatnot. And I'll, you know, announce more on that later, but kind of like kind of pivoting a little bit. That's awesome. Yeah, you got to yeah. test test everything. See what yeah. sticks. So to wrap up, do you have any advice to other moms who might be experiencing postpartum anxiety? Um. Yeah, just seriously, like, go talk to a doctor. Like, and it's it's actually not scary. I mean, it, it, it will be scary when you go do it. But then once you get into that room, it is so normal that you're going to feel like, like, I literally cried because I was like, Oh, my gosh, it's, it's, they didn't think I was crazy because you're not or they didn't question crazy. you. It sounded like no, they literally like, apparently, there's a medical term for not being able feeling like you can't breathe or swallow. <laughs> like it's, it's okay. And I promise, 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 once you talk to someone and and get to the bottom of it, you will feel so much better and you can live without it. Like, it's amazing. Wow. Yeah. And it's hard to if you've lived your whole life kind of with the underlying anxiety issues to like imagine a life without it. But Jenny's found the light, people. And she's really inspired me to talk to a doctor because... Yeah, it's it's hard. It's like yeah. it's just it's just hard. It's something that's so like I don't know why I didn't do. I I don't know. Yeah, and but it's, wow. And it well, yeah, because it feels weird when you talk about it, right? I mean, you talk about it, and you're like, this feels weird. So then you end up not talking about it, and then yeah. you say it to the right person, and then when they make you realize it's not weird and it's totally normal and it can be fixed, it's like liberating. <laughs> liberating i love that yeah (laughs) well jenny thank you so much for being my guest today i loved our conversation i love that we talked about we talked about everything i love it yes i loved it i had so much fun yeah where can everybody connect with you um so my instagram handle is jen buzan llc so that's j-e-n-b-o-o-z-a-n um or my website jenbuzan.com Perfect. Yay. Thank you, Jenny. Yes, Do you call me Jen course. or Jenny? Either way. Everyone Either way. calls me Jenny or Jen. It's just whatever you feel like. <laughs> I love it. Jenny, thank you so much for being my guest today. And everyone, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode. joining us this week on the new mamas podcast i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did be sure to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite listening platform have a friend that would like this podcast share the love stay in touch definitely give us a follow on instagram at new mamas podcast i'd also love to continue the conversation with you on my personal account so let's be friends slide into my dms at lena forestal finally be sure to check out my blog at lenaforestal.com for all things motherhood, homesteading, and recipes that both you and baby will love. Thanks again, and stay tuned for next week's episode.